0: Um, You should use a condom before you listen. The American dream is
1: dead. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Bieber, Kool-Aid. It's our post-Father's Day show. Did you guys survive? Yeah. All the fun and frivolity?
0: It was great. I actually went out twice. I went out Saturday and Sunday.
1: Um, I mean, away from the family, you just took off.
0: No, 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 no. I actually, went out with uh, with the family both times. Saturday, oh. um, they, they took me to this uh place completely in the middle of nowhere in the hill country called Proof and Cooper.
1: Oh, I thought they took you to one of those little trailers that's way off of Interstate 35.
0: No, no, this is a this is near uh, Dripping Springs and it's uh, it's a fried chicken joint. I was thinking about you because I was telling them, I was like, man, sure. John would uh he probably wouldn't give this an A, but he'd he'd rank it pretty high. It was pretty good. I'm pretty strict when it comes to the that's, bird. That's you know? what I said. I I told him, I said, man, he uh he he wouldn't give it an A. And then uh well, Sunday what we, they we, say,
1: well, screw him. I yeah. don't like him anyhow. He's fat.
0: Does he put honey on his chicken? I was like, No, no honey. No, are no you honey. kidding? No
2: honey. Hey John, you like uh, Nashville hot chicken? Yeah, somewhat,
1: but that's still not, that's not my, uh, that's not my native bird, you know? Yeah. deal. That's like saying, I like yeah, I like smoked salmon. Um, sure.
2: I've yeah, never yeah.
1: had that. Is it good?
2: It's so good. It's good. I mean, fried chicken can get a little boring. Yeah. Nashville hot chicken, man, that shit is good.
1: Yeah. Well, it yeah. all depends, Drew. You know, I look at it as like the all naked place versus the, the topless joint. <laughs> I then I like, um, <laughs> then I like going to the Yeah, R&D I mean if you're be. gonna go all in there it is, but it's it's hot chicken. It's yeah. not it's yeah, not man, uh, n- the way I like I like uh pan fried chicken like my grandmother made. Right.
2: Making in a you making in a uh, iron skillet?
1: Yeah, that's the way I, my my grandmother made she did all sorts of things. She was brining before I knew what brining was. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that she couldn't, she'd, she'd kill a turkey, but man, with that fried chicken, it was just unbelievable. Right. People don't brine anymore, do they? You know, I do. But I, I, But she used to, I mean, she'd soak crap in buttermilk or brine or whatever. And I, I never said, well, what is that? I didn't start brining until the 90s. And some guy at an HEB <laughs> who knocked me off started sent me something, and he says, "Yeah, soak those pork chops in salt water." And I looked at him like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Are salt you? Kidding, water. I gonna put this in water? Salt water? But is that a of good thing? Now, is I, that a good idea? Know, I, in fact, I brine myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that a you know, good idea? I brine to do myself salt water? because well, you, when you get older, you don't have you don't expel a lot, so it's kind of like well, at least I taste salty."
2: I gotta know: Is it all right to do the saltwater brine, or is that stupid?
1: No, okay. no. You put you do salt, or you do salt and sugar, and depends on the what you're brining. You but yeah, I mean, now I've lived in the land of brine for <laughs> brine. Doesn't for it over take planning? Years, so I mean, you, you gotta, know, I got uh, to, But he, at first, I thought this is ridiculous, and then I and then I remember yeah. my my grandmother Pearl. I thought, well, wait a minute, she was brining back mm-hmm. then. You know, in my childhood, I just wasn't aware of what the hell that was. So anyhow, we so know it so tastes so good. thank you, Lloyd, for tantalizing me with fried chicken. All Shit, yeah. Whenever I think about calories, I always have this thing, and I say my breasts grow. And women hate to hear that. Maybe because they want theirs to grow. I don't know, but they go, what does that mean? And I said, well, it, you know, I've got kind of pendulous breasts, and when you bring up anything that's fried or fatty or whatever, I feel my breasts get bigger. No one said, I gotcha. They all just seem to hate it. But I still say that because that's the way I feel. Isn't that being honest, right?
0: Well, I I have to admit, I ate the skin. I I went all into it. I was like, if I'm going to eat fried chicken, I'm just going to, you know, because I don't eat fried chicken that often. But I was like, I'm eating skin and all today. So it's Father's Day.
1: I was talking to my mom and I, you know, just a couple of weeks ago and talking about how, uh, you know, we had a family of five. Most chickens are cut into eight pieces, mm-hmm. unless you cut the breast each breast half, right? You know, in half, so you have breast quarters, which would make ten. But she used to do the rib cage and the back, and keep the whole breast intact, so we had ten pieces. So that was five into ten, which meant two pieces on your side. Wow! But um, that wasn't enough for me, so I learned how to eat the organ meat. Uh, as well, because I'd starve, oh, you know? were you a I gizzard man organ meat and I only had to fight my dad for, for that and not Oof. the, the other people. But I, wow. as I mentioned to her the other day, if you had knocked those breast halves and, uh, the whole breast in quarters, then we could add 12 pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that probably would have been better about. behavior in some area because you wanted to, you wanted another piece of chicken. Did so you, did you, you do the gizzard? Keep going. I did the gizzard, the heart, the liver, the neck. I used to, I still do bite the, chew up the cartilage, suck out the marrow out of the bones. Are you kidding? I didn't grow up in the kind of house where where these kids have it now where they just go over to the the refrigerator. There's nothing in here. Right. (laughs) No, in my case, there was nothing in there. Not that, you know, unless you wanted to chug some ketchup. You know, now they go in there and they got all sorts of, they got little frozen things in their freezer. They got the crap in the refrigerator. They got chips and nuts and all this other, we didn't have that stuff. Tell, me this, tell me this. You get
2: hungry. Tell me you this. You
1: eat your, you'd eat because you were, it wasn't like, well, I got, I <laughs> guess I got to eat to Go, no, I'm starving, man.
2: If you fell in love with something that was clearly disgusting in the beginning, Right. Like you're saying, well, I went and ate hearts and gizzards because we didn't have anything else in the refrigerator. I had to. That was what we had. So now you like it? Am I right? I mean, you'll go ahead and eat. And yeah, eat I still it, right?
1: eat organ meat, sure, mm. sure.
2: So tell me how you fell in love and what you what you how you ended up falling in love with something that you didn't like.
1: Uh, was I was hungry. hungry. <laughs> I just said, and it wouldn't be refrigerated because nothing would last. You had five people, you had one chicken. So, uh, and Jesus wasn't there to make sure I had an unlimited supply of chicken pieces. Uh, You know, so so you'd say, I'm hungry and let me try that. And my brothers wouldn't eat the organ meat. Same thing happened to me in beef liver. When I was in junior high school- had a day, maybe it was Friday. I don't know what it was, but they it was a crappy day in the cafeteria. They had bad soup or whatever you could tell that all the junk that they knew was gonna go bad. They just threw it all in a big pot and made soup. But on the side, they would have these fried pieces of of beef liver that looked like chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. And I'd never I grew up in a you know a, other than the chicken liver, we never had beef liver. And the first time I tasted that, I wanted a retch, but I developed a taste for it because it was sustenance. It was a far better than whatever that catch-all soup they had. Yeah. So now I can, you know, now if, if I go to Lubies, what do I get? Just in case any biographers are listening. Um,
0: liver and onions. Liver and onions. There it is. I knew it. Knew that. Yeah. But, uh, but, but back to that so chicken you though that.
1: you can it's just like my first radio station was a christian station and we played all this different we played hymns we played southern gospel jesus rock instrumentals you name it i don't care what it, I, I i i had favorites it doesn't matter what it is you can develop a taste for it yeah i mean the first time you drink some whiskey you think people actually drink this
2: you developed a taste for it because exactly. I understand the so it's necessity. The same thing. It's
1: just like in women.
2: You can, there's got to be a point where you where you you know you start to kind of fall in love. You find attributes about it that you like after the necessity you fall in part. Love
1: with it, but you you learn to tolerate, accept, and then uh, maybe anticipate a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, is that fibrous tissue is pushed onto your tongue, and then your teeth descend. and... <laughs> grind it and chew it and savor it. You know, that
0: chicken ass though, that asshole is right there. Sometimes you got that chicken there and sometimes granny wouldn't cut that thing off, man. You'd, you'd have the whole chicken there in that chicken butthole, man. I just couldn't, you know,
1: see, people don't think that that, that those exist. They do. <laughs> of course it exists. You know, and it's like, it's a, it's a chicken. I mean, it's got that part.
0: And it seems really large. Drew, have you ever seen a chicken butthole?
1: Uh, no You notice how Lloyd, once again It's been a lot of different Beaver Kool-Aid episodes But he's taking us back there Back there Hey, chickens have to shit, man Right, exactly it has got
2: this thing about buttholes
0: Where did you guys go out and eat at? Did Did you go out and eat? Did you eat at home? Did you grill? Did you barbecue? What did you guys do?
2: Uh, I watched TV Yeah you didn't go out, and eat. which is unlike me. I don't watch television, but I sat and watched documentaries all all oh, day. Right. And everyone left me alone. And It was nice. Did you go out? And he- uh, but a I watched A
1: Wonderful Life because I'm really
2: screwed up. Um, <laughs> I got to, I got to spend some time with my kids, but um, but other otherwise, I I spent it mostly alone.
1: Daddy, Daddy, here we packed your pipe.
0: Well, the reason I ask is because um, I went to um, <laughs> on Sunday. We went to this uh, this this vineyard. That's uh, near uh, the Salt Lick there. And they have an Italian restaurant there as well. So I went there like six years ago. We took a photo. And I said, well, let's recreate the photo six years later with me and uh, Taylor and Ava. And we did that. Seems like the chef was much better. The food was much better. But the service was kind of suck. So I gave a guy, you know, I, I did go about 17%. I Even that I thought was a little bit of a stretch because he wasn't that great of a, of, a, of a waiter. And then this report comes out today. Talking about how great tippers we are in our generation, but the millennials are horrible tippers. In fact, ten percent of them say they never ever leave a tip ever. Ten percent—that's a—that's a big chunk.
1: When I see things like that, I just kind of dismiss it because it's so. I don't care if they poll people or whatever. To me, it's so anecdotal. Well, this
0: seems to be pretty legit but because if, if, it comes if from CreditCards.com.
1: Twenty-three on on three twenty-three-year-old women <laughs> who had never worked in food service, right? I would not expect a penny. Yeah. And that's nothing, that's nothing towards women. I've just noticed that when I'm out with women over my, you know, 80 years of life, um, (laughs) if they've never worked in food service, they are like awful tippers. Yeah. Because, you know, they just don't work out the math.
2: Like, is Wait, are you it? saying that women are awful tippers?
0: Actually, they say that women tip better than men in this. Earth. Now, I'll tell you, this is this is a thousand participants. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, so it's a small sample. Just, it's kind of like uh, getting yeah. ratings in radio. You have a pretty small
1: sample. So yeah, and so and it's it's all <laughs> fantasy, right? But uh, I'm I'm glad that 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 just shows how crappy men have become. Then young men, yeah, um, probably because they're too lazy. To do the math, or uh, you know, it's the same thing. Here's a card. I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. But you know, this whole thing. I used to do have shows on tipping, and I realized I should never do a radio show on tipping because it never ends. I, I I always say, why is it that that food servers are tipped instead of just salaried, right? They do it like that in Europe. It's the weirdest thing. There's no other business. You don't go in and and the mechanic fixes your car and then you and you know that he's getting like 2 bucks an hour and yeah. you go, "Hey man, you know, here's 40 bucks." Um, it's true. Well, wait a minute. Am I tipping on the total bill because if you get a $80 bottle of wine, right. and most of the time you pour it, should you really tip $20? For that $80 bottle of wine? Yeah, that's a good point. It's not like you had to go and fetch the food. Can I get you something extra? Can I do this? But that's kind of back and forth. Sometimes if I've had a big wine bill, um, which is probably always, (laughs) I will tip a certain amount for the wine I had and then combine that with a standard 20% or so tip on food, Yeah, and then I come up with my tip.
2: The other day I went to... I went to a real nice restaurant and, uh, the bill was $130. Okay. And so I tipped $26. Okay. Nice 20%. Is that?
0: Yep. That's 20%. Is that fair? Well, it, I mean, tip depends. off a of tax though. That's That's it. See, a lot of people go like, man, that's you know. That's
2: what that- it was. Don't yeah, tip off the tax. Don't tip off the tax. A lot of these
0: waiters, man, does. they get pissed off if you don't. They look at like, oh man, this guy left me like a twelve percent tip because they they think you should tip on yeah. the tax. Yeah, but I'm you with
1: should. you, man. You don't tip on tax. You That's just silly. But I mean, it's fine if people think that way because if I'm a server, I get more. I got you
2: right. I don't really tip at Sonic. It's I don't just, tip uh, at Sonic. the whole
1: sonic thing is never right anyhow <laughs> because you never know do i tip or not this is the only I'm, that's why you look i'm just going to go to the drive through window and they don't, then have I'm a, they don't have one because at a lot i of them. feel well if they don't then you feel you don't know it's it's like i have to go through you to get my food do i tip you or not what do i tip you Sixty five cents.
0: How about the uh, to go orders? I mean, (laughs) what do you what do you guys do when you get the you you pick up your food and you take it home? How much do you tip those guys? Zero. Nothing. Nothing? I'll always drop. I'll always drop two or three
1: bucks. Good for you, Lloyd. Good I, for you. I don't do it, but now I feel like, well, I don't have to because Lloyd's got my back. Right. Well. So that's good. Well, I
2: went up and got it, you know, and got out of my car and you yeah. backed it up. And who cares? It's not like you went and it's brought like me my tea. I had to tea. go and get the, it's the food You, you didn't, didn't bring go. me an extra napkin. Yeah. You know, you didn't come over and ask me if I needed anything else. You didn't refill my Coke. You didn't do any of that.
0: I feel, I don't
2: you know. Bagged I nothing. My, you, you bagged up my, you bagged up my You my bag
1: my and you, and you, and you. Ran my credit card and I was gone.
0: They're usually like my oldest daughter's age, you know, and I'm just like, oh, well, she's back there working hard, a little couple extra bucks, you know, you know. Well,
1: maybe they're pooling tips, Lloyd. Well, so it's know. not really hers.
0: Well, she gets a little bit of it
1: at least. I mean, you gotta, you know, I, I, there you are, Daddy Warbucks throwing things <laughs> around. You know, you remind me of Vonka. <laughs>
2: But I tell you what, I'm not. I don't want to shit on servers because those guys, man. I mean, some of them work uh, ten, twelve hours a day, you know, running around, yeah, uh, slinging food they should for be people. Salaried.
1: When you're it's, in Europe, it's you crazy. See, it's, you see adult people right. doing these jobs. That's right.
2: That is. But true. I tell you what
1: gets yeah. me is the people that go and they go. They have a six dollar breakfast, and they and and there's a lot of coffee back and forth and that kind of thing. And then they tip a dollar. Yeah. Because they go, well, that's almost 20%. Are you kidding me? But that's what I mean. If it's if it's under a certain price point, come on, man.
0: Well, Starbucks, man, they ask me every time I go through, hey, would you like to tip on that cup of coffee? Fuck no. I practically have already bought half the building anyway. So why the hell am I going to tip don't, that? I
1: don't, I don't do barista tips. Yeah. You should I never get, ask it, for a tip. Those it always times does. That I'm actually in there. I just get a black coffee. The app says, would you like to tip? As soon as you
0: get it, pay for it with your phone. It'll say, would you like to add a tip to that? I'm like, no. Thank you.
1: No. Well, that's what happened no. when I, I, we never revisited this this issue from episodes past when I flew Frontier Airlines Yeah, uh, back in May, which by the way, Drew, it, it, they advertised they had the newest fleet. Um, I, I didn't have any ashtrays in my armrest. It was a new <laughs> that's Airbus too bad plane. But <laughs> but bad. they had you a tablet to pay for your drink, and of course they gouge you on drinks. Yeah, like seven or eight bucks for a, a you know, a little liquor bottle, and uh, that doesn't include the mixer. But you can get packages where maybe you spend twenty dollars and you get like it's a happy hour, you get two bottles and the mixer. I don't know, but anyhow. They hand wow. you a tablet, and on the tablet, you're supposed to just you know sign your name, but there's three tip boxes, yep. 15, 20, and 25%. Yep, sure is. And uh, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. Which one did you choose? I actually tipped on both my flights. Wow, look at you. I actually did, you know, because I just felt for these these people, because half the flight was them shilling for the Frontier Airlines credit card. <laughs> That's yeah, true. They all do that. And they got everybody's attention when I said, we have somebody really famous on board today. And everybody yeah. kind of quieted down. It's like, oh, who's, who's on?
2: Yeah, who the fuck No, oh, The
1: celebrity frontier was Airlines. the Frontier Airlines credit card. I
0: started to say, oh, what okay. fucking celebrity's taking Frontier, man? <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah.
1: but what, you know, the dude knew how to get people's attention. We have somebody famous with us. I'd be like, don't the you dare Airlines say who Frontier Airlines credit I am. card. I always feel like if I'm getting bent over that badly anyhow, what's another couple of bucks? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I'll do that all the time. I just, I was, at first I was kind of shocked to see, to see that, to see that there were tip boxes. Uh, well, I appreciate it. You've got beverage service anyhow, and you had to hand that drink over to me over two people. I would have so, just
0: been looking over my shoulder for Daniel Baldwin because I knew he's like the only celebrity I could think of that that would take would Frontier. Fly
1: Frontier. <laughs> and he would have been up in my section, which was the stretch room. That's the first class It's stretch room. Oh, man. You know, not about the, the tipping thing. Like I said, that can go on and on. And now you got me thinking about fried chicken, Lloyd. Oh, boy. And I did not. I didn't watch TV like Drew did for Father's Day, but I did have my young children with me and then my oldest daughter and my grandson came by for a little while to bring me something. So that was nice. And the, and the younger kids and I went to go see Isle of Dogs yesterday, which I would highly recommend to anyone. It's, uh, it's, it, it gets slow in places, but it's cerebral and it's funny and well done. Anyhow, and that's my movie review, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I go to the grocery store every day because I live a mile away from the grocery store. So I just go every day. I market every day. And I get these, and I know you guys have gotten this too. It's what I call the uh, cashier mediums because I don't buy much since I, only, since I go every day. It's not like these people have a full cart and you see them and you go, holy crap, what is it, like 500 bucks worth?
0: Yeah. It's
1: like uh, supermarket sweepstakes. So I buy very little. <laughs> So the cashier mediums always look and try to predict what I'm having. They comment on my my selection. Oh, the wine, steak—that looks good tonight. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, where do the depends come in?
2: You look like one of those guys that's going to get the baked potato. Have you ever have you ever had these people that do that? The the, the
1: mediums—they have to. Comment on your stuff is if I can look at these different uh, these different elements, disparate elements. But I now I'm putting it together. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm seeing your future. The one that I hate
0: is when they go like, "Oh, how old is your baby?" I was like, "I don't have a baby." Why are you buying those baby wipes? I was like, "Well, I got to keep my ass nice and clean." (laughs) You know, it's like,
1: well, they they deserve (laughs) that when they get it back. But I just can't. How's your baby? Baby? I don't have a baby. Yeah. Well, I saw the <laughs> The baby wipes. I was like, well, you know, I So you went back there again, I, didn't you, Lloyd? I like that fresh feeling, man. She noticed that, Drew. He went right back there. He's brought this up on the podcast before.
2: Hey, John, she probably didn't ask any other questions that day.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably volunteered. Probably wondering why I'm buying those baby wives, right? Never mind. I don't have a baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe maybe they're they're like the start. I got
1: baby hemorrhoid. That's what I got. <laughs>
0: cashier oh, mediums. That is beautiful,
1: but it is is cashier and and they they opened this furniture store here recently, and their slogan is no shopper stalkers. Yeah, you because know, you know how you go into the it's like hitting the car lot. Oh yes, You're saying, look, I just want to be able to walk around. And if I want to drive something, I'll find somebody right. and say, hey, can I? Can I take this out for a drive um, instead of somebody all over you? Especially furniture people stores don't like that. That's the reason they go out and look at cars when the dealership is closed. Yeah, and then sometimes those dealerships still have a guy right hanging out, even though they're closed. He's not all over you, but he's handing out a business card. You know, because oh, yeah. he wants to keep his job um, or make his make his quota. But it, it's that it's that same kind of feeling where. You go in a furniture store and you walk right in the front, and there are all these people congregated, mm-hmm. and then they start to follow you. I've been there. So many their thing times. is no shopper stalkers like that. And mine, sh- mine should be. I would tell everybody if I if I was a manager with HEB up there, please do not be a cashier medium. <laughs> Don't comment on people's food. I've had people ask me. I thought about those. Are those any good? You know, I'm already embarrassed about getting some. Twenty dollar frozen pizza. Uh, they did a bit like that on them.
0: SNL with the Target Girl with uh, what
2: Kristen Wiig.
0: Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Right. Thank you, Drew. She would, you know, w- where did you get that? And she's like, all of a sudden, the camera would go away, and she's like, she's running to the back of the store to get one for herself. So I, I get it,
1: man. I've never, I've never seen that, but it's I, a funny I bit. Believe it. With a lot of these people, don't comment on my crap.
2: I was looking for a bed skirt. I know how that sounds, but I was in looking for a bed skirt and I go up and I was in Dillard's, right? And I go up, I go up to Dillard's into the, you know, bed department and I, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, I'm by myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to find a bed skirt. Where the fuck are they? Right. And so I, I, I am I, I walked down one of the little aisles and just kind of like a, Kind of like a guy that just like appears out of the bushes. This millennial. He's like six eight. This millennial. He's got he's six eight. He's got this cotton button down on its oh. you know black pleated pants and these Tom <laughs> McCann fucking shoes. Yeah. And he and he's got this long Luke Skywalker hair. Right? Wow. And uh he just kind of appears. And I go, hey, how's it going? Hey, listen, I'm looking for a bed skirt. (laughs) And he goes, he goes, oh, well, they're all around here. (laughs) Well, that was helpful. And I'm like, fuck you, man. How much money do you make an hour? Oh, man. That kind of shit is all the time. All the time. You go out there with the kids and they don't understand customer service. I'm telling you, the whole country is failing on customer service.
1: I gotta interject here, man. The problem is is they're not being taught. You can't assume that someone's going to have skills that they've never been taught. They're not taught anything. You know when once again, I hate to go harken back to the uh, to the old days, but I was trained. I don't care what job I had, right. Um, I was trained, and I was somewhat tested and trained and and you'd get better. And you'd ask questions and you'd observe, but they just toss people out and they they don't train them. They don't teach them anything. It's seven twenty-five an hour, dude. I mean, it's they just, 15 they, there's a an warm hour. body. So they can say there's somebody there in case you know somebody decides that they find a bed skirt they like, and this person can finalize the transaction. They can ring it up and put it in a bag and... Say goodbye. Did you ever but find I mean, one? They're just not, they're not taught. So you can't assume that because there are a lot of things that were, if they weren't taught, you, you learn by imitation because you were around it. And since that has gone away for
2: so long,
1: nobody don't has don't anything those, to mirror. They don't so have those training videos. sets a the music. Skill.
2: They don't have so like rap it. training videos in the back that you have to watch. Hip-hop I don't think so. Training videos. I don't think no, those
1: so. Are, those are all useless. You gotta, you gotta. They don't get send those kids people. through you any kind of
2: training. The, you gotta have the
1: grizzled guy. No one tells you what the, what the on the first are. day.
2: No one tells you on the first day. Hey, I, uh, if somebody asks where something is, you should tell them. I just don't get it, man. I, well, I don't. I know. But I
1: don't. That's 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 all around you, man. You're using your head. Love is all around. <laughs> Did you uh, find a
2: bed skirt? No, no I went sometime I went to like TJ Maxx. No, because Max I or said
1: screw screw you, dillards, and your bad <laughs> yeah, customer like, service. <laughs> like, Fuck you. I'm going Chad. to some other place so they can get get my bed skirt. Business. I'm going to Macy's. That's right. Yeah, you, then Joshua. you, can't find anybody. Hello, is there anybody in this department <laughs> right. whatsoever? To
2: learn where your shit is. Why are you even working in the bed department if you don't know where the fucking skirts are? Right.
1: If I was into shoplifting these days, I could I could just go crazy. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: He's too busy playing Fortnite on his phone.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's it. Now they say that, uh, you didn't see that today where they're trying to say that maybe excessive video play is uh, video game play is a mental disease, mental disorder. No, it's not. It's not. So if they can finally get if they really can define this and get it into uh, the manual then you know you could
2: Why is it video games and not also movies? Why haven't we been saying this about movies forever? Right? Hey your kids desensitized because he watched Die Hard when he was 6. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like why? Yep. Why are we? Why are it's we single out video, video games, games and nothing about movies? Exactly right? What it's what like that. nothing else. It's like oh, okay, it's not the fact that you saw a guy's head get chopped off in a movie. It doesn't have anything to do with that. I'm not saying that it does. I'm just saying that if you're going to single out video games as violent, it's like holy shit. Well, I, mean, I think there's it's so because much more the nature the
1: of the violent video game. You don't have sequences where there's sex by the river. Um, when they tumble out of the Jeep, there's no relief. It's the whole object of the game is to annihilate. Yeah. And so that's the reason why though there's certainly, certainly cinema contributes. And you see that when you go to the movie theater and you see something pretty awful and you see the, the people have their kids in there and they get upset because the, uh, the baby may be crying or the, little ones because it's it's uh, loud and awful and you see them they kind of kind of take them towards the exit but not quite because you don't leave because you want to see the movie so you think if you're doing this in public what what kind of stuff are you seeing at home (laughs) i guarantee you there are a lot of kids forget about just kind of figuring out stuff on their phone or online there are a lot of kids that see porn all the time because their parents have it on
2: yeah you're probably right
1: they have it on easier no to get big to deal. with
2: the internet. Yeah, I mean, you had to you had to go get your dad's VHS cassette and shit when you were a kid. Now you don't Well, order that, that his would magazines. be You as
1: a kid, not me. That would have been a stone tablet. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we were the ones that grabbed the JCPenney catalog. Right. Go to the bra section.
2: You got it. Oh yeah, we I did that too. You yeah, know, all the you know, it's all, like oh, yeah, Petties or did.
1: Sears. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you could get but i guarantee it's the same thing all these different images that contribute to stuff i mean way too much access way too much access for people who once again the brain the male brain isn't fully formed until what 25 26 years old right yeah um and so you're just then taking all this stuff and the thing is it's so freely available to you especially if your parents don't don't censor anything and they and it's always on. No big deal. There it is. Well, we're not, That's I mean, we're going to let
2: our kid play video games, but he, he can only play Minecraft. I mean, he's not going to play Dead Rising or anything like that. You know what I'm well, saying? Not I mean, yet, they all have, well, they all have They all have ratings on him. I mean, we're not going to let him, it you know, if bring If you say it that
1: now, you'll see. Screaming Ben I'm ben not going to let Ford him play. What I'm not
2: letting Screaming Ben. Screamin ben, 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 ben no, he's not going to play Grand Theft Auto when he's 12. No way.
1: <laughs> you say no way. that now, you'll see. <laughs>
2: No, you'll oh see that. You'll break I'll play it. I'll play it when he's 12. Yeah, yeah, he
1: yeah I know, but it w- by that time, it'll be like something you guys will do together. Cats in the cradle, you'll be begging him. Hey,
2: screaming. We at already ben. do about it. I mean, we play, we play Minecraft together already. I mean, we, that's Side one of, of our things. You know, he comes back into my little hole that I live in, and, uh, and he plays Minecraft with me. That's what, how we spend our time.
0: Do you recall when you first started talking about HQ on Beaver Kool-Aid? How, how long ago was that? That was one of our first episodes when we came back, I believe.
2: it like back in December, right?
0: Right. So Ava, is she's hooked on HQ, man. I mean, it's like if we're riding in the car, she's like, turn the music off, HQ's coming on. You know, there's one and a half million people playing for like I think yep. it was like 25 grand so it seems to me the prize money has got way bigger was it that big when you first started or is this just really just blowing no, up now
2: No no when I first started way back like in October or whatever when I was playing uh, it was uh, they were like $1,000 days Right Then they went up to like 3,000 5,000 bucks Yeah you know and then they would have you know kind of big nights I think on New Year's Eve maybe they did a million bucks or something wow. like that or $3, So $3, 000, where does the
0: else? money come from since you don't have to pay to play, so where's where does the money come from? Is it advertisers because they have such a huge audience built in now? Or where does the money come from?
2: Well, in the beginning, I can tell you that it all came from the money that they had in the bank from investors. I mean, oh, that's how okay. they did it. And, that, and the idea was we're going to build an audience and then we'll figure out how to monetize it with, like you say, branding and you know and things like that. And I think they've done pretty well with those kinds of things. I mean, you see Scott Ragowski on things like American Idol and shit like right. that now. Right, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's like huge. New Year's Eve thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's so a 50-year he, annuity,
1: Lloyd. <laughs> it probably so is, right? So You get a million dollars. It's a freaking 20-year annuity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I maybe for Ava to be eventually. okay. Yeah.
0: But it's amazing because she is literally, I mean, she's like, okay. She's like, it's coming on in five minutes and does the count. I mean, she is really into it, you know, and she hasn't, uh, I don't know if she's got past... Eight or nine questions. What is it? Total of twelve. You got to get through. I think she's gone up to like nine, nine or ten. There's
2: a couple of them. Yeah. There's HQ. You got to get up to twelve questions. There's also Cash Show. I play Cash Show because there's, there's less people on it. Yeah. It's the Turn same her thing. that,
0: Lloyd. You should. You should get into this,
2: John. You're a smart guy.
1: And then you ought to. You ought to take her to some. Spend a bunch of money on some kind of summer camp.
2: <laughs> it's a waste of time. That's where she's and, going
1: tomorrow. Uh, is she going to coding camp tomorrow? Now they have these coding camps. She's going to Jesus camp. And I'm thinking, how exciting would that be? I, yeah, I want to go to coding camp.
2: Oh that sounds like fun no, I to me. want to
1: go to a camp where I get away from you right and get to do <laughs> crazy sinister stuff.
0: You of all people sound like you would want your kids to go to coding camp because I mean that's that's the people making money when they get out of school
1: or they don't yeah, even go to school. Man. These coders what? that would man. only be if they oh daddy, please, only if they beg me to go to coding camp. yeah. I try to tell people that. I mean, I've been parenting for so long. I let my kids be self-directed. I, I, You know, if if you're into it, it's fine, but I'm not going to force you into something or try to create some kind of passion in you for something that you don't really care about just because I think it's important. Absolutely not.
2: I'm not going to clip your wings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, I'm writing that down. Is that with a K or a C? But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I've been doing this. I mean, it's just like, because that's the way it's going to end up anyhow. It's just like you can avoid trying to be the body type of your your parents or your grandparents. Uh, but you know what? <laughs> You're going to end up there. <laughs> so you can do all the crap you want to do, but eventually it's going to happen anyhow.
0: Hope you enjoy that chicken because it's all going to your breast just like your daddy.
1: Well, I would be like my daddy, but my grandfather. My grandfather was a type with a belt rode right underneath the breast. Yeah. <laughs> Jack him up high. I mean, those pants <laughs> were up there, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a former boss of, uh, you know, you mine. want to scratch your navel, you unzip. It's
2: funny that you, it's funny that you said that Lloyd, and then we're not going to mention it cause you'll probably end up listening, but I, but I, that's the first human being that came to my mind when he said that. It's funny. Yeah. I thought of the same guy right 20 years ago
0: we thought of the same guy. Like pull those pants down,
1: baby. Just a tad. <laughs> well, cause you know, that's it. It's something that's, that gets imprinted and you never can lose it. In I I never understood is. why you did
0: why they went up high because to me the the guys with the guts it looks like they can't get the pants over it it's like you know it's below the gut so I guess you got to have that right body style to keep pulling it up
1: higher and higher because no it's called the, you got to have the you got to have big ass pants well that's get them up there yeah and then you belt it, them up
2: isn't it the it's the pants right I mean it's, you got to have like a lot of area in the top part right yeah I guess yeah, so. yeah
1: well you know uh, pants used to be cut that way anyhow yeah. And so that's where the pants would would ride higher than people have them now. But
2: this dude would pull them right up to his
1: tits. Yeah. All the way up to the breast.
0: I mean, but where's the where's the junk? I mean, is it? Fuck, I just can't even imagine where your shit's hanging at. If you got your pants pulled all up that high, it's like
2: it's in one of the legs. Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, (laughs) man. You, you I mean it is? You figured out well, where else is it going to go? That's it. It's hanging in one of unless the legs. you're Sporting uh unless you're sporting a moose knuckle there in the middle. Yeah, buddy, I've had a couple of those in my life. <laughs>
0: Have you wearing those tight jeans, man? It's like, good god. Uh, oh yeah, I've had a couple of those. But uh, yeah, I'm I guess trying. you could you could wear it on the left one day and the right the next. You could kind of switch it up a little bit. And I'm sure he did,
1: depending on the season, of course.
0: Right.
2: You guys care about your health? I mean, that guy probably didn't care about his health. You guys care about your health? I'm st- I'm trying to, you know, like I, I think I told you last week that I went back to the gym. I'm I'm trying to, you know, get healthier. Did you
0: see your buddies? You guys- Say what? Did you see your buddy? The sauna. No, no, I didn't see him. No, He wasn't no. back?
2: No, it's been empty. No, he didn't come back. He probably
0: heard the podcast and got all bummed out.
2: Well, he probably was catching my dirty looks, too. <laughs>
0: you know? So what have you done this week? Here, what man. have you done to work out? Have you, are you trying new things? Are you running or you uh, what are you doing? No,
2: I mean, I, I, well, I haven't, I haven't been working out in well over a year. And so I, I try to go back and get in, you know, real easy. So I've been going in for 30 minute rides on the bike. Yeah. And then I go and sit in the sauna for 10 or 15 minutes and I go home. I'm not going to go in and like, you know, fucking do a bunch of squats on my first day. And well, so I, I'm going in and kind of warming up and getting back into it like that and really just making it a habit of just getting to the gym. Right. And then later on I'll incorporate other things. But right now what I'm saying is that, is that I have to lose weight I mean, I, and I'm not a heavy guy. I mean, I'm under 200 pounds, but I, I uh, carry all my weight in my center. Right. And which is I, from what I understand medically, it's very bad for you. Right. right not like the guys that they're all me cry now, out, drew thank you yeah. <laughs> so i gotta go i gotta go well there's guys that you know you carry it in your hips and your thighs and your butt and your ankles and everything i don't do that i got skinny legs skinny arms i'm, I'm all skinny except for my belly when i have some weight on me so i gotta get it i gotta get it off and i and i want to have i want to be healthy enough where i've got maybe I don't know. Am I too ambitious for twenty-five percent body fat, twenty no. percent body fat in my forties? I got down to so that. I, did you? Yeah, I got down so to like twenty-three percent. I I, I want to get to that, and I want to I want to do it in the next year or two, you know, just so I can say that before I get you know fucking old and everything that well, my I my cardiologist I had, told
0: me that I I had to. I mean, he was like he was like, no, get your ass in there and get under twenty-five percent. You got to do it. Just like fucking do it. And so then I slacked off and I have to say uh, this past Friday after what we indulged in, I don't think we, uh, we helped out our health any at all. Cause we fucking definitely knocked some back Friday night at the Indian roller. That's for sure.
2: I had vodka. <laughs> thank,
0: thank God. Yeah. I had Jameson and ginger ale. I'm sure I added a little bit to the gut. that that's night. That's not helping you out. That's no, not, you not out. at all. No. So my glucose levels probably through the fucking roof now too. So John, we're making you happy with all this great talk. Sorry, man. I, I,
1: arrhythmia. I've got to <laughs> deal with this right now. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, I'm hearing Mister Forties over there talking about being healthy. Just move, dude. Move. That's all you got to do is move. Yeah, move. Sedentary. Move. I'm sedentary.
2: Well, I get up and I, I get up and I don't have to go far for for work. I work out of my house. I don't I care. Do really you got a
1: wife. I mean, you need to screw, walk, run. Bike at the gym, yeah. whatever. Just move. Keep moving. Do
2: you mow your own lawn? I mow my own lawn all the time, if you know what I'm saying, Lloyd. I don't, <laughs> That's not what I'm I talking my about. I mow my own fucking lawn.
1: <laughs> right. Because <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, you know what? It, it cuts down on the appearance of the lower gut. Right. Yeah. What do you got there? It's not a- like, hey, man, you got that extra pooch down there, right?
2: Sometimes you're feeling... Sometimes you you know Saturday night and you're gonna use the left one tonight. If you're trying to make
0: weight, whatever you can do. Well, sometimes it helps to add a couple inches to old uh, your little Charlie down there. You know, sometimes it gets lost need. in the weeds. You got
2: Go to trim it back, the back a little bit. Yeah. Everybody wants a little strange in their life. Go for the other hand, fellas. <laughs>
1: good luck to you, man. You know, it's like I said, like you said it. You said it perfectly last week. You get stronger at the gym, you know, and you get skinny in the kitchen. That's how it is. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I I decided that I wasn't going to go back to the gym to get thin. I'd like to. I'd like to get thin. But you're right. You have to change your diet. What I'm going back to the gym to do is to get my head straight. Well, yeah, because
1: you need to, and and it helps to de-stress. And, of course, you know, sure. Detox. But that's uh... all movement. If you just move. You know, you right. say you work at home, we'll just drop down once in a while and do some push-ups, put a bike at wherever you work, you know. And you can have That's all hard to do. You say that. I mean, listen, I've tried to do
2: that, you know, get the little fucking uh, door gym, you know, little pull-ups, you know, you get, get off the moved, phone. Yeah, I'm do you phone know, instead pull-ups. of a
1: chair, have a Swiss ball. I, mean, I on, don't do that, though, man.
2: That's have a Swiss like, You know, ball. I say I'm gonna, and then I don't. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, doesn't it, Lauren? I go to the gym because once you get to the gym, you got to do it. You're at the gym. You know, when I'm at the office. I don't know. I
1: I, I just think that gyms contribute to a negative training mentality.
2: I just don't like having to turn my office into a gym and then back into an office during the day. You know, I want to go, I want to leave my office and just get out of here and go to the gym.
0: Yeah. When you work at home, man, not even if you don't go to the gym just to get the fuck out of the house, because I worked at home for about a year and i'm telling you working at home it may sound great and glamorous because the last thing i wanted to do was at the end of the day was be here so i would go out somewhere and just get fucking hammered because i just wanted to get out of the house
1: (laughs) well this is all severely anecdotal okay yes i know you know as one who doesn't work from home but is home a lot (laughs) Uh, There are things that you can do. Like I said, you can have movement. I wouldn't mind going to the gym and just hanging out and sucking on a smoothie and looking at people. That would be okay. But then otherwise, it's kind of like, I don't know.
0: John's going to turn into that 75-year-old dude in the sauna, butt-ass naked with his butt cheeks sitting there sweating, and that's going to be you, man.
1: I just don't have a dangling scrotum, though, (laughs) Boyd. I don't have that. I'm not cut out for that kind of work.
2: I do. I feel like I'm ready to be old you and know, dangly. So
1: I I, can't, I don't have the sack. <laughs> uh, mine still contracts when I'm scared. What? <laughs> 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 that's the way nature intended it to be.
2: I will go to your party and I will tear it up.
1: Really? Beaver Kool-Aid.
2: Did it hard.
1: With Lyle, oh, L.A. Lloyd, and Bruce.
2: Make it like a man.
0: So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. Ha <laughs> ha don't cooper. <wanna> <laughs>